Hello and welcome back to I Will Name This Podcast Later with V. Because if you actually listen to this podcast, you know the name is so irrelevant and it's just about doing and getting on with stuff. So, um, yeah, nice to have you back. Today, I want to discuss myself, why I'm in India, why and what, and what I'm doing here, basically. And kind of do a brief overview and maybe delve into some of the, the, the little bits of, like I said, why I'm here. In the previous episode, I, I talked about like that, the whole move to India and what some of the stuff that I was thinking about and arose out of that. But today is more like, why, why didn't you just stay in England? Why didn't you just... You know, just chilling, chilling in London. You've got a, you've got a home there. You can see all your friends and stuff like that. And well, I felt I want to. I like to travel, and one thing I like to do is get on planes. And it's a real first world problem, but I I enjoy traveling and I enjoy new experiences. I enjoy new cultures, and I I enjoy meeting new people. And kind of psychoanalyzing and analyzing different places. It's weird. I don't like, always like new places for the same reasons other people would. India has been a talking point in our family because it's obviously where I'm from originally. And also the fact that, well, I I haven't been since I was three. So it's kind of that that, that elephant in the room of, yeah, you've been, but you don't really remember it. And you kind of don't ever have the opportunity to go back until later in life. So when I got the opportunity to my dad working out here to, to come to India and kind of travel around, I was a bit hesitant, to be honest, which is weird. I wanted to get a job and I was in that mindset post-uni that I think a job was the best thing for me and I thought well I thought the job was the best thing for me and I couldn't have been more wrong I was in no physical state no mental state to actually start a job and um, I looked I did look I started looking in January and all I got was a bunch of blank emails saying yeah no <laughs> basically so failure on top of not failure, but uh, a lesson to, to be learned there. I didn't half-heartedly do it. I did, I did put some serious effort and my, the full, full extent of my effort into trying to get a job there, uh, but didn't work out. So the opportunity of India came up and my parents both said to me, you're never going to have this kind of experience and this opportunity again. You are young. You are just finished uni. And... We, we support you and I have some of the most amazing parents in the world and, and, and parents for that matter that allow me to, to be able to do something like this. I know some parents wouldn't and some parents would be all for it, but I am incredibly humbled that my parents actually said to me, hey, we got you. Irrespective of everything and anything, we got you. And so I, I feel very special in that, in that manner. It's it's weird to, to actually be here because I never, ever thought it would happen. Um, 
ever in my wildest dreams that I ever think I'd be in India and seeing India and what India would be like. Because for me, India was India was always this kind of third world country that not third world, but never really technologically advanced as everything else. But you're here. When you're here, you realize it is so forward thinking and so backward thinking at the same time that it just messes with your head. The lack of logic sometimes I feel is like it just drives you nuts. India is an oxymoron in itself. It's it's good, it's bad, it's 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 great, it's awful, it's it's incredible India. That's how they advertise and I think that's the only way to explain it. You can't get ready for India. You just have to adapt to India. And you never you never get India. India just throws a curveball every single time. And it's a different type of curveball every single time. So there's a huge amount of red tape here in just about anything. You, Everyone has a job. Everyone. So let me give you an example. In a restaurant, if you order food, the waiter takes your order. In the UK, the waiter would potentially bring the food to your table. And another waiter would. In India, everyone has a job. So one person takes it from... So the cook cooks it. One person takes it from the kitchen to the outside. One person then takes it from the outside to your table. Like, in that time while it's waiting on the counter, I can go and get it. And it just drives you nuts. But that's that Western culture for you. You kind of want things quite quickly. Um, there's a lot of whistling and, and, and nodding and... Not not whistling, there's a lot of noises like grunts and, and things that people make at you or just like look at you and... Mm. I found that quite rude initially because it was not something that I was used to. I was used to people conversing and saying hi and thanks. And But when you're being checked by security, they kind of just... I thought, I think it's still think it's quite rude, but... They don't say anything, they just point and nod and whatnot. And I realised it's to avoid confrontation. Uh, to avoid confrontation because there's so many people going through the same system that if there is any confrontation, the whole damn thing falls apart. So India's just, India's wild. Um, it's dirtier than I expected, incredibly dirty. And it's just, it's just rubbish everywhere. There's so much plastic just everywhere. Like, if there's one thing I want to do is you just take a jet wash to the whole of India. It's so beautiful in a macro view. And then you actually break down the image that you're seeing and the frame that you're seeing. And it's like, there is plastic everywhere. And people spit and on the, on the ground. And, and it's just a weird place to be. You, your eyes have to adjust to India. That's for damn sure. So, I'm not, I don't think my eyes will ever adjust. To be honest, it's a it's a tough place to come to terms with. The food is incredibly cheap. That's that's a massive upside. Food is incredibly cheap, incredibly rich, and just of a very high quality vegetarian food and vegan food that is. Because um, an Indian diet is almost vegan, kind of, I think. 
one thing I've learned is that you have to be patient with people when it's India really tests your patience because it, you can be incredibly frustrated with with just everyday people here and everyday workers and you kind of have to remember that it's just their job it's not them they're following a process to the letter and you have to accept that that is just a their part of life and you can't change that because it would mean changing the whole system so you come to terms with that so my patience on a daily basis is tested and i think that's really great because over the course of my european road trip my patience was tested and here now it's actually been put into effect and it's it's allowed me to to flex it even more and, and grow secondly um india never sleeps there is honking 24/7 there is noise 24/7 i get up at um 5:30 in the morning here f- for one reason that my body wakes itself up at that time so that it can so that it doesn't have to wake up with the train like choo chewing oh my god i hate that train <laughs> it, it it's like 5 minutes after my alarm and my body just gets up before the alarm anyway so it's just it's berserk absolutely berserk everyone gets up early here so you think you can get to the gym and work out early nope there's about 50 people in there already most of the time and then you get an hour in and it's just packed so it's no 5:30 club here everyone's up <clears throat> we i've i visited delhi and i visited um Wow, Kerala. Kerala was the other place I visited. Um, two incredible cities. Um, Delhi was... I loved the Taj. I loved... I loved some of the sites in Delhi. It was, it was really nice to see. But Delhi itself is incredibly polluted and you don't realise it until you get out of Delhi. God, it makes you feel so groggy and tired. The amount of smog there just kills you. It's fucking disgusting. Um, Kerala on the other hand is the polar opposite it's literally the tropics and it's phenomenal it's like jungle territory and beaches and seafood and a really really lovely time there because it allows you to relax and it allows you to to spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting on what you think india would look like and and then you realize that india is literally every country in the world because it's or every climate in the world because it's got everything it's so big that it's got everything jungle jungle it's got deserts it's got um snow it's got ice it's got um beaches it's got just anything you can think of it has the people here in in Bangalore are really nice and that's one thing i found about people down south there really lovely to talk to and they're really well most of the time they're quite helpful it, if you go up north you realize that the tone of the individuals change and it's not that they're rude it's just it comes across as rude and so you instantly think oh no people from from there are just are just arrogant but no that it's just the way they talk and your ears aren't trained for that Gujarati, uh, Hindi in itself is quite a raw language, I think. 
and it's quite straight to the point there's no beating around the bush with it so adapting to that actually not even adapting I know nothing so hand gestures and eye contact is really what I go on when people talk to me hello really really interesting this the app is playing up but hey what what I found it all in all is that India tests you it really does it 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 allows you to to find a deeper person inside yourself and I think that's something that I'm still working on and, and still still building as part of that who am I question that I'm looking forward to answering and understanding who I am yeah I've definitely got to work on that I think everyone should everyone should really understand who they are interesting short one today but just just some initial thoughts on India and some of the takeaways about like patience and learning to adapt and how how to adapt oh how do you how do you adapt to India you don't you just let it throw through you and just go with the flow and I hate that word going with the flow but a phrase but it is what you have to do in this scenario just go with it and just see what works most people here are nice My, the majority it's just part of the culture oh the driving here is mental That that's for damn sure <laughs> let me move on to my inspirational people segment of this podcast this is this is a segment that i enjoy quite a lot because it allows me to delve deeper into why i am friends and what i look for in in certain people and also the fact that everyone's got that little piece of them that is so inspirational and people others can take away but maybe they don't see it and that's something quite special so my inspirational character today is a person I actually just got off the phone with. His name is um is Ali. Um he's a friend of mine from university. He's quite a bubbly character. Ali is one of those people that can feel just he can make you feel safe for some weird reason. And he can empathize, he can sympathize, and he's got he's got emotional intelligence to be able to do so. But there's something about when you meet Ali and he's like a big cuddly bear and he he looks at you and he's able to just sit down with you and he makes you feel safe. If you're in distress, he makes you feel safe. And he's able to do that through just, just his words and just his character, his, his charisma. It's amazing. Like even watching him do that with someone else and it not happening on me, it's phenomenal. Like we're on the other side of the world and he makes me feel safe somehow. And I find that just incredible. And the fact that he's been able to come into my life and we're able to have these great chats, even though I'm halfway around the world and four and a half hours ahead is berserk. It's like I'm still in London. So I want to thank Ali for, for coming into my life and I want to want to thank him for just being himself and everyone's got their own issues everyone's going through their own journey in life and I'm always here for him and he's always there for me which is 
always nice to know. And he's going to go on to do great things. He's a videographer and photographer and genuinely he's got a beautiful eye. So, hey, Ali, keep cracking on. Let's go, champ. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off for you. A nice quick one. Just, just my thoughts and I will hopefully see you tomorrow. This is me signing off for the evening. Good night, V.